Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Hey everybody, welcome back. We are Parenting by the Pint. I'm Lauren and this is Kara. Hey everyone! Um, We are two Chicago area suburban moms with five kids between us that decided to talk to all of you since we like to get together and drink beer from our favorite brewery this week and talk about a variety of topics from kids to vacations to current events, whatever strikes our fancy this week. So we are back with you again today to talk about a very local brewery, um, Arrowhead Ales. It's in New Lenox, which is south of us even. Uh, yep. So quite south. I've never been to Arrowhead. I don't think I've ever had an Arrowhead beer. I have been there once um, because it was across the parking lot from the place we got our boys' haircuts at. Totally <laughs> random. It is random. Like, oh, okay. And I've seen it. Um, I, I don't know much about their distribution. I'm guessing that it's very local. I've seen it a handful of times, um, and had never tried it. So we went for dinner or something like that. Um, food was good. Um, there's a full kitchen. It's a neighborhood brew pub with, um, you know, on-site crafted beers. So, um, the owner was, um, a, I think he was high school. I know he was New Lenox area special education teacher. Okay. Who decided to take his love of homebrewing. He started homebrewing back in 2009-ish and Arrowhead opened in April of 2016 when he left his job as a special ed teacher and decided to make this his his business. Um, Yeah, he started, I believe his first brewing was actually contract out of Hailstorm, um, which was a previous place that we highlighted and Church Street. Um, So which does a ton of contract brewing that, you know, other places that we've talked about. Um, So yeah, so it's, you know, we've, um, I found it a couple of different places, but I'm guessing Distro is incredibly limited, and I haven't had more than a beer by them, so I figured we would give it a shot and see what uh, see what it tastes like. So, Arrowhead Ales, guys, New Lenox. Sounds good. All right. What's our first beer? We're going to open a pineapple upside down cake barricade. It's called Kettle Soured Golden Ale with caramelized pineapple, cherry, vanilla, and milk sugar. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here. I haven't had either of these beers. Like I said, I think I've had a beer by them. Um, so. I'm excited. I'm excited, Sounds good. Too. But, you know, if we've learned anything on this podcast, we've learned that sometimes something sounds good. And is disappointing. But so. doesn't taste good. We shall see. We shall see. Oh, I have had one beer by them in my household. It was called the Shady Gator. And it was... <laughs> I loved the um, the logo on it. It was like an alligator with like a stolen watch. And like... It was, oh, nice. It was pretty cute. And the beer was actually pretty good as well. So... That's cool. All right. Let's do it. You smell the sour. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I get the citrus. 
it's I think I expected more in my face of a flavor. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I I like the flavor. It tastes good. Definitely more pineapple than I would say like the cherry. I don't um, get cherry. I get the pineapple. Honestly, I don't get yeah. much cherry at all. Um and definitely, you know, light, fruity, sour. It's a super light kind color. Of you could almost you could literally mistake this for like a lager. It is very, very light. Right. Very, you know. Yeah. Pale yellow. Mm-hmm. I like the flavor. I think it's different than what I expected it to be. Um, yeah. It's not I too like sour. Too. I, I don't think. No. Not like a, a sour, sour. Uh, it doesn't get you in like the back of the, you know, taste buds. Um, little bit of, I get the citrus. I don't really get a lot of cherry. It's very light. I think it's a 5%. So it's a, a you know, session beer. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's tasty. I It is tasty. I like it as well. Um, I almost can't put my finger on it. What exactly is standing out to me on this beer? Um, I mean, it smells really good. It smells like pineapple. Um, mm-hmm. And the flavor is, you know, I mean, we... We talked about this before where sometimes the smell is so overwhelming and the taste matches the smell. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the smell is really, really mild and the taste blows you away. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like this beer is pretty mild and the smell and the taste match each other pretty well. It's it's got a, a very light smell a very Mm -hmm. pleasant and definitely has that fruity smell it's not it's not knocking you over the aroma is not too strong it's not all in your face um i do think yeah the aroma and the taste are parallels um Mm -hmm. they're not neither of them are way out of proportion with each other right um yeah like i said i haven't had much by them so i don't really have anything else by them to compare this to i think it's uh, I think it's good. I don't taste the cherry in it, so no. I'm kind of disappointed with that piece of it. I don't feel like I get all of the flavors that are indicated. Um, but it's it's good. Like mm-hmm. I would drink this. It's tasty. I just feel like I'm missing maybe something in uh, you know in the description of that. The taste isn't coming through as much as I would have expected. Um, but it's a tasty beer. It's good. It's more on the pineapple side of it, um, and a little bit of that that sour taste um but yeah no it's good yeah yeah thank you arrowhead that's a good one i look forward to the second beer yeah um but before we get to that let's talk about our parenting topic tonight so lauren and i have realized that we spend a lot of time talking about um parenting topics that are pretty relevant to our children at their current age and um and we wanted to branch out a little bit and i don't know how well we will do talking about <laughs> what teenagers would be like i think we're gonna have to wait to do things like yeah that. i will be very inexperienced with that right now i'm good at six and eight year olds yeah um, but also like you're saying we haven't gone back we don't go back you know we've never really talked about new baby experiences we did the birth story but that's not new baby experience Mm-mm. um you know, we don't talk about our what our children were like as toddlers or what that experience was like. We don't talk about how we figured out what preschool to send them to yeah. and things like that. Um, or how they interacted with our 
parents when they were little or how they really developed anything, or anything prior to kindergarten year pretty yeah. much yeah mm-hmm. um yeah school age basically yep, exactly um, and so we wanted to fix that and every once in a while we're going to try to touch on a subject that maybe falls into a different age bracket mm-hmm. um for our kids that we have already experienced. Um, yeah, so that we have some experience back. with that we can kind of share with all of you. So mm-hmm. tonight, we're going to talk about new baby-related topic, yes. you know, things that, <laughs> products that we really liked. And this isn't like a brand promotion type product oh, no, conversation. No, no. More just like, oh, I really liked swaddling my kid in these swaddle blankets that had the like velcro on them yeah, which is no, a good not, example yeah. of something i liked but um <laughs> but it's not like i'm going to tell you what brand to buy or where to get them on amazon <laughs> no definitely amazon not. guys just get them on amazon yeah just buy everything on amazon <coughs> but so so i took this from the perspective of kind of wanting to talk generally about the things that i learned about having a new baby Mm. and then also a little bit of like some of the some of the items i found useful in the caring for a new baby (laughs) having one in the house yes yeah in prep we put out some uh some questions on the socials and said what about you guys so we can add that to our conversation as we go along uh-huh. uh some suggestions from from people on what they thought were their must-haves for newborns yeah yeah so i think you know because it's more fun to start this way let's talk about some of the must-haves and then maybe sure. we'll come back around and talk about some of our experiences mm-hmm. um so I kind of tried to make a list of things that I used that I thought were quote unquote like must haves or some mm. of my favorites, and then some suggestions that we got from people on sure. yep. Facebook um, that either I didn't ever have for my baby or maybe wouldn't have had um, or didn't, you know. Sure. Um, the stuff that really stood out to me, I mentioned swaddle blankets already, uh, which I thought were pretty awesome. I liked swaddling my kids. My six-year-old um was a very difficult sleeper and has been his entire life Mm -hmm. and swaddling him made a world of difference my nine-year-old probably could have taken or left it um you know he wasn't really dependent on being all wrapped up sure um so swaddle blankets were a big one for me um I also, and this is the only brand thing I would ever, ever mention. There's this thing from Fisher Price. It's called the Rock and Play, and it's like a baby it's been rocking recalled. chair. You can't get it. Yeah, anymore, they don't but, exist. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you find one at a garage sale, yeah, no, we used it too. You should buy it. Yeah, we totally used it. I, they were. I get why they were recalled. There were a variety of things going on. However, I thought it was amazing. My now six year old slept in that thing for at least the first two months maybe mm. longer every single night uh and it was the only thing that sl- he slept comfortably in yeah. um uh, my oldest slept in it f- for a short while but we went camping and we brought two of them with us because the first time we went camping the twins were three months old oh because man we are crazy people that's fair we're crazy <laughs> summer people. dude you gotta live life yeah crazy people so we brought those honestly 75 percent of recalls of baby stuff is parental error not right it's problem like don't put it on top of a table 
and leave them unsupervised. Well, yeah, duh. Like, right. Okay. Yeah. Like, don't leave the room. The kid could topple over. Yep. Yeah. Or like, I think it was growing mold or something. How about you just wash it? Like, yeah. I recall yeah. that because, you know, like if your baby has an accident, I don't think you can call it an accident when they're a baby. They're it's doing just, it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It happens. Deal with it. I love babies. (laughs) No. Sarcasm, Um, I'm joking. Sarcasm. Um, But there was like this little, it was like a little hammock type thing that sat inside the little rocker. And so there was a space between it and the plastic base of it. And it Mm -hmm. would get mold on it because people wouldn't take the cover off and wipe off the plastic. Mm -hmm. Um, So they would get moldy. And that was something that was a recall issue. And then the, yeah, balancing it on different objects was a big problem. (laughs) Again, maybe you shouldn't have a baby if that's going to be the problem. Well, most, I mean, who puts their rocking chair on a non-floor surface? Like this is a rock. It's essentially a rocking chair for your baby with a strap on it so that you can lock them in while Mm -hmm. they're laying down. Yeah. A very small baby would do very well in it. Yes. Because it's not like they're going to sit up and roll right. out. Once they start being able to roll and move and crawl, you shouldn't beat them anymore. But for the first month or two, when they're literally stationary, it's great. Yeah. Like, for us, that was one of the things. But also, we used our, like, bouncy chair things constantly like if i had to go to the bathroom if i had to do something you if i had to wherever that like thing. yeah i just put them in they can't go anywhere they were fantastic like yes anything to keep them occupied and in one place so you can do something else so is you can key. put the clothes from the washer into the dryer yes. man that's it that's all we're talking about yeah you yeah. know every horror story about a baby begins with the parent saying i looked away for just a second <laughs> true And I always feel sympathy when I hear those stories because Mm -hmm. we all look away for a second. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, hopefully you are putting your kid in a position or in a place where they're as safe as possible if a moment needs to be taken. Um, I really liked, we used to have a baby Papazon. It Mm. was literally that. It was like a little circle disc looking thing that they could lay down in. Um, and of course it vibrated. Oh, we had one of those. We totally uh, had one of those. Mine had like bunny ears or something. Yeah, silly I think that was it. mine was a lamb, I yeah, think, or yeah, a sheep yeah. or no, something. No, we totally, we use those things all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My older, my nine-year-old really liked the baby Papazon. My six-year-old liked being held, of course. Um, <laughs> and now it's funny because he does like, like, physical affection but mm-hmm. he doesn't like to be touched for long periods of time which he 100 percent gets from me because i also because don't like to totally be touched you. Yeah. um but he does have like the desire to be held <laughs> at times okay. um and i think that comes from from his baby time oh yeah <laughs> well our you know our oldest was held a lot but then the twins you don't have that choice. So right? like they weren't held very much at all because I had a two year old and newborns not happening. So right? like we used those like Papazon chairs and we actually had like a baby play yard. So it's like a little fence and the like, baby, the baby yeah, cage. Yeah. And we had two of them attached to each other and so we just their put baby them, cage was pretty big. Yeah. It was pretty big. And we put it in like right by the family room, like with by the TV. And so like, if I had to go help the two-year-old or whatever, 
I put them in the baby cage that they couldn't get out of, but they could still crawl around. Right. And it was like, great. You can't get out. You can't really break anything. It's linked to each other. So it's not like, hang, it's just uh, you a know. big circle. Yeah. It's not like it's leaning against the wall for you to pull down on top of yourself. Just a big circle that you can't get out of. Right. And we use that like crazy. But I think twins is a little bit different than singles as well. Yeah. <coughs> because that's even less time that you have with one like i can't carry a kid around all the time i can't carry two kids around all the time I right say. right right um, so we totally use that a lot yeah baby related <laughs> appliances were a blessing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um i you know to get simpler i really we liked binkies you know pacifiers mm. were uh, my children never took one no really? all three of them never wow. ever took a pacifier my kids both really liked pacifiers but also adjusted very well to being having them taken away sure so they didn't they freak did out about it. Yeah. yeah so it, while they existed in their world mm-hmm. they didn't fight them departing which gotcha. was which good. was it great because some people transition. have significant problems yeah our we tried because obviously you want to be able to soothe them when they're crying when they're sleeping whatever but none of my children ever took to a pacifier like that's literally ever that's interesting yeah. so. um uh good burp cloths i had somebody suggest good burp cloths oh, and like I'm, a million of them yeah <laughs> the difference between a decent burp cloth and a garbage burp cloth oh, is night huge. and day yeah i used to use these like flannel two-layer burp cloths mm-hmm. i got them for my younger child my older child i didn't know yet that burp that claws were important th- yeah and got these junky like they were like wash rag material mm. and, and they if they're were... too small they're useless too yeah they like, need they to be to like be... the size of your largest t-shirt mm-hmm. whatever that is they're almost like a blanket size like a like a baby blanket size like one like... you would get for like your american girl doll yes Fair. Like that size. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to put it into perspective. That's how big the burp cloth should be. It no, should be big enough be big. for your American Girl Dow's bunk bed. Yeah. No. Agreed. <laughs> Fair. Whatever size that is. Yes. Like 24. Uh, what else yeah. do I have on this list? I had somebody suggest the nose Frida, which is the thing where you like, it's like a very long tube and you suck. put one side yeah. in the baby's nose <clears throat> and then you suck on the other side to get like boogies and stuff out. I couldn't do it. We never had it, one. We got one for my second child because, and this was actually part kind of in in conjunction with him sleeping in the rock and play thing mm. was that he seemed to have a little trouble like breathing. He always seemed a little congested when okay. he was born um he like gasped and took in some fluid Mm -hmm. and so he was like kind of stuffed up for a while and um so i was desperate at some point and got the nose frida because everybody swore by the people swear by it i just never jumped on that wagon (laughs) almost vomited every single time i I used the thing you have to like suck on it to get the boogies out and there's no way for them to get to you by the way i know that will not happen in my head like i just but your brain is telling you that you're about to eat somebody's boogers um (laughs) exactly and you're doing it willingly (laughs) and i i find that utterly terrifying i couldn't i i literally couldn't do it i just we never bought it we just used the old school like yeah (laughs) and they have these little like like a 
spongy thing, I think, that you put in it to like catch them or whatever, uh, and it's it's just so anyways, gross. Yeah, man. okay. Well, but everybody was, swears by them. We just thing. didn't. Uh, we did not yeah. go that Bobby route. pillow. Bobby pillow is another one that I used a lot. I um, breastfed both my kids, and I do want to touch on that subject when we talk about like new baby in general. Um, sure. But I did use the boppy pillow a lot, and I liked to put it on the couch next to me and then just like put the baby inside it and then so we're like sitting next to each other and mm-hmm. i'm sitting with him so don't worry he's not gonna, yeah, he's roll, not gonna away. roll off yeah um but i'm not physically holding the baby every single second yeah so it gives me an opportunity to just like you know hold my beer fair i like it yeah Watch which also show. helps with lactation so you really yeah, you, you're you were welcome, thinking baby. about the kid there um <laughs> yeah we use boppy pillows and i did not breastfeed at all we can discuss that another time not that i didn't try it just didn't work out i pumped for a long time and then with the twins it i mean it's twins i didn't sleep ever for the first year of their life so that yeah. wasn't happening um that's crazy but they were fed they're giants there's nothing wrong with them in terms of their nutrition I mean, if we're going to talk about breastfeeding, I will say, as someone who breastfed my kids both until they were a year old, um, it's freaking challenging, man. There's a million different elements that make breastfeeding Mm. challenging. Sometimes it's just sheer exhaustion that makes it challenging. Sometimes your baby is being kind of a jerk, and they're not helping you out. They're hungry, but they're not trying, and I just can't deal with someone that won't try. So, like... (laughs) So, like, there's so many factors yeah. that come into breastfeeding. And my attitude about it was that if it if it worked out and my child was growing and getting mm-hmm. nutrition, I would do it. And if it didn't, I wouldn't lose sleep over yep. it. Because all that matters is that they're safe and healthy. It's mm-hmm. the same thing that matters about them right now, right? Yeah. They're nine years old, six years old, eight years old. All yeah. that matters about your kid right now is they're safe and healthy mm-hmm. are they on the tablet too much yes quite possibly <laughs> are they safe and healthy absolutely yes. <laughs> so yes exactly did your baby get breastfed maybe maybe not are they safe and healthy yeah. yes <laughs> don't leave them outside and have hurt feelings about the fact that they wouldn't latch yeah. just move on and get the formula ready yep. it's fine feed them something as long as they're fed i don't care how <laughs> that is that is my attitude and it's funny because most people who breastfed have a very like like very the, preconceived notion about breastfeeding and they feel very strongly oh there are a lot of very strong feelings yeah and oh it's the best thing for the baby and you know hey man it wouldn't exist if it wasn't good for the baby sure i respect that but it's not the only option it is just a option and is it is it the best option i mean in some ways sure yeah you know why because it's free. <laughs> That's true. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> free is nice. It's not free if you're the mother because you're going to sacrifice, like, uh, everything to do it. Yeah, but... Yeah. But it doesn't cost money, which is great. Because mm-hmm. formula is very expensive. Formula is super expensive. Um, yeah. Well, I, I didn't breastfeed because I didn't latch, but I pumped exclusively for six months that with my oldest brutal. which i feel like is almost it's worse. much worse it's so much worse man i spent so much the time pumping and worse. then yeah the only thing worse than breastfeeding is pumping yeah, and then feeding was, your baby the bottle that you pumped yeah. i just like 
anytime I would go to work and I would have to pump in the middle of the day, I would just be like, man, yeah. this is the worst thing I have to it do was... today. I hate, you got to wash all the parts. Oh my gosh. It takes yeah. forever and you can't do anything while you're pumping because you are like consumed by well, it. Well, I will say that if you aren't going to breastfeed but or have to pump or whatever, um, I had a Medela pump, but I had the bra that oh, it yeah. holds them in place, and that's I had good. a car adapter. I like pumped while driving. Oh, that's like, genius! I could totally function and do things while still pumping. That's so, really good. That's yeah. probably where I could I should have taken more. And I did have somebody suggest a decent breast pump, and I think mm-hmm. that falls into the same category mm-hmm. because yep. I think getting all the parts and elements mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. lined up properly yeah. will do you a world of good mm-hmm. if you're going to pump. Because, yeah, for sure. Because almost everybody is going to pump. Even if you're going to formula field feed, even if you're going to breastfeed. At the beginning, like, like you're going to be miserable if you don't. Oh, so, man. Yeah. Your body will not forgive you. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I did it. not be gentle with you. did it for six months with my oldest, and I still did it for a couple of months with the twins. But it was like my schedule was literally, okay, kid crying wake up feed them a bottle stay up pump next kid wakes up crying feed them a bottle get a half an hour of sleep two-year-old wakes up like oh my so it, it only lasted a couple of months before i was like a couple months is I'm like a lifetime achievement award worth of right? time yeah it was it was a disaster someone actually um a friend of mine <coughs> just texted me the other day and was like we haven't announced it yet but we're pregnant with twins and oh, they man. have like a two-ish year old, or they have a toddler right now. And she was like, you survived it, so I, f- I feel like I can do this, but what do you need? Um, I asked my husband his opinion, and he said grandparents were the yeah. <laughs> were the key. That's I didn't even list that on the baby <laughs> yeah, stuff. Grandparents, yeah, grandparents was are, are on the list of necessities for us. Um, I said and this isn't a, th- a product, but I said with twins, recognize that what works for one may not work at all for the other. They might not take the same bottle. They might not take the same formula. They might not take the same pacifier. So like yeah. if you try and force something on one, it likely won't work for the other. So you really have to have like different things for everyone like my daughter was swaddled a little bit but my son would like wake up for like the few times we tried it with like an arm out of like the top and like he was miserable so we just we didn't swaddle him because he was like no i'm, I'm not doing this right um but the other thing that we said was a lifesaver for us and maybe this is because we're always out and about was a good stroller spend the money on a good stroller if you're a person who goes out and does things like we were i was home from the hospital one day and we were at the arboretum with the twins like the next day nice um so they were five days old or something like that and we were already like out and about so if you are active and doing things and um spend spend the money you know the strollers can be pretty expensive but get one that will work because you're more likely to go out and do things if you have an easy way to transport them versus you're like, I don't want to fold this stupid thing up. It's heavy. It's bulky. It's hard to turn. You're not going to do it. Right. Because you're like, this is too much of a hassle. Yeah. Oh, and my I got a coach diaper bag for my first, which was completely useless. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> It's a big purse and it's it's cute. 
but like we wound up with a backpack i was gonna we're say just backpack like, man. put it in the backpack it's easy to carry like the stiff diaper bags you, you turn and you hit somebody you can't carry stuff with it it's just in the way just get a backpack i think there's like the diaper dude or something like that or i don't know they're marketed to guys but we i used it yeah like i, totally I just used got it. a regular old backpack mm. like a nice durable backpack okay. yeah. and used it yeah. as a diaper bag with mm-hmm. both my kids the same one yeah i used the same one for both kids as babies up until the point where they were old enough where i wasn't carrying sure. diapers for anybody right. yeah um and yeah, that's a good one. I didn't have that on my list. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, some things that people suggested that I had never considered or <laughs> or had a uh, noise machine. We still have noise machines yeah? in the kids' rooms. That's so funny. We still, well, the twins have always shared a room. And so I think we always had it to drown out the sound of each other. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and then I feel like... When we had our first, we were living in a much smaller house. And so I think that we were worried about waking him up when we were walking around. Sure, If okay. it was too quiet in there. So it was almost the first time was to drown us out. And okay. with the twins, it was to drown each other out. But they are six and eight, and they still sleep with them. And honestly, I got so used to it because it was in the baby monitor that now if it's silent, I'm like... This is weird. Where's the noise? That's like so I need funny. to turn on a fan or put something on because I'm like I'm so used to it after all these years of having a sound That's machine. That's good. That's good. <laughs> My husband sleeps with a fan, so like I personally have trouble sleeping oh, without that without sound. Without sound, now. yeah. Um, he actually bought a second fan for trips just in case <laughs> he goes somewhere without me, so that he has a fan for wherever he is, <laughs> which is adorable. That's funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we ever i think i tried to put a fan in my older son's room after my younger son was born Mm -hmm. because i was afraid that the The little one was gonna wake up the big one and we put a fan in there to drown that out and he did not like it and he complained about it and kept telling us to turn it off so we did and i don't know if it made a difference one way or the other when it was on i don't know that it kept him from waking up sure i also don't know if he woke up more or less as a result of not having it like it was Mm -hmm. a toss-up i had another person suggest an electric nail file what i didn't even know that was a thing no clue i didn't and then another i forgot to write this one down a shusher the heck is a shusher? A shusher makes me think of that home the movie home do you ever seen the movie home no sounds scary though no it's like aliens that come okay they're like cute aliens it's a kids movie oh oh but there's a thing i'm thinking like aliens like no they're like little purple like cute aliens anyways there's this little thing called the shusher that the like their leader hits people with shush awesome it's called a yeah shusher. it's basically that no <laughs> but what is it what it's is like a shusher? A, it's basically like a noise machine but um. it makes a shushing sound huh. so it just straight up for like 30 minutes it's just like shh which is the sound that every parent <laughs> makes when they're holding their baby and they're crying true, and you're trying to true. comfort them because it's one of the five s's yeah. and everybody learned the five s's <laughs> at some point um but uh, I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't apparently. know either of those very things were things. Thing. 
I will say it is a little bit terrifying to cut a newborn's nails, so that that's fair. Yeah, but I'm not a huge fan I of did cutting it. nails. I mean, I just I did that too. Yeah. It's like you know they give you that one where it's got like the magnifying glass on it, yeah. and you're like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can see. Yeah, I, I didn't just, use that. This will just magnify that. the little blood I draw from right. him when I chop his little tip <laughs> yeah. of his finger off. I didn't know those things were things. Okay, yeah, right? news. So to those me. were some of the things okay. that I didn't have or consider that exist exist yeah um i don't know maybe they didn't when we had kids i don't know i don't know i feel like i'm sure there's lots more things that and like the things that i did not even consider purchasing like a wipes warmer a wipes warmer that is the thing i was gonna name so like i never had a wipes warmer but i had a friend who's had whose kids had one and i went to her house one time and i had to change a diaper Mm -hmm. and i she was like oh go on upstairs and use so-and-so's room Mm -hmm. uh there's a changing table and i was like okay cool i go up there and i pulled a wipe because it was in a wipe warmer and come on you guys i mean right you're gonna do it (laughs) like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna steal one wipe (laughs) um And I was just like, oh my, it's like the rag from the airplane. Fair. Like true. it's it's comforting feeling. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but what I used to do, and I've heard that that there, people have positive feelings about wipes warmers, even though they seem extremely frivolous. Like to me, I it's just pulled the wipe yeah. out of the, the wipe container first when I would like bring the baby in. Yeah. Because then it wasn't like up against all the other wet baby wipes. It wasn't so cold. And for the, like, yeah. 30 seconds I was changing the diaper, it would warm up to room temperature. It's fine. Well, my thing is, so if your baby gets so conditioned to this wipe warmer, and then you're out in public and about, and you have to change them. they just going to you? Exactly. Like, it's like you're spoiling them already with that, and they get conditioned to that's the feeling that they're getting when you're changing them. And then if you have to go out into the wild in, like, public... <laughs> And, you know, you don't have that. I wonder, <clears throat> I wonder if you can get, like, a portable wipes warmer that's, like, a vape pen, you know? I'm sure <laughs> you can because they have all that crazy shit. But I'm like, <laughs> this is silly. <clears throat> the other thing I didn't have, or did we have? I, we had it and then it broke and then we just said, screw it, this isn't worth it, was a bottle warmer. A bottle warmer. Which I, I can see people too. having. And we did use it at first because I pumped so much. Um, but honestly, we just... We just took it out and filled up a like old school a glass with, like, hot water. with hot water and stuck it in it and that was it. Like That's or we, what we left did. it and we just it got to room temperature and it's breast milk so it keeps for a lot longer than formula. So we were like, eh, it's fine, you know, yeah, they right? were fine. So that was another thing that we we had one and I think it broke because it was probably a cheap one and then we just never replaced it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I considered buying one with the second child because we didn't have one with the first and mm-hmm. I was kind of like, maybe this would benefit me. Maybe it would be something that sure. yeah. I would use. Um, and I kind of like did a little bit of research on it and all of them were pretty negative reviews, mm. you know, were pretty predominant. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want to spend forty dollars on this thing or whatever, Damn. and I feel um, like there's so many more things I could spend money on. Doesn't save me time. You can get like, like if it's, two dozen burp cloths for that, like right? <laughs> like that's like at least way, way better. Which is almost enough, right? Almost for like a week, you know. Yeah. And then you get to wash. You got to do laundry, man. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, and my kids slept like they lived in just like sleepers for like the first. Oh God yeah, knows how I mean long. my well, your kids are all basically summer birthdays but uh, yeah, my 
son who was born in June, I mean, we just put him in onesies almost oh, yeah. all the time. For sure. It was just like, he basically walked around in a t-shirt. Well, laid around. They yeah, don't walk. didn't walk. But it's like you get all these cute outfits for like, they're, you know, however little. And I was like, I have to purposefully like find a good reason to use these because it's inconvenient. They're not going to be comfortable. And really, I just leave them in onesies the whole time. So I mean, zip up pajamas are like the best oh, yeah. thing. I, yeah, no snaps. I even, Don't do snaps. Yeah, I even Zippers. went through because so after the first, I had all this baby clothes and mm-hmm. I have two mm-hmm. boys. So obviously, you know, carries over to the next mm-hmm. one. Um, and when I was filtering through the baby clothes for the second child, I pulled out like all the snap jammies and put them in a pile and then put all the zipper jammies in the drawer and then picked out like the cutest two snap jammies. <laughs> right, I was like, well, those. these are new and these froggy ones have little froggy faces on the feet. <laughs> Let's do that. And then we're done. Yeah. Cause I'm not snapping all of these freaking snaps yeah. in the middle of the night. In case you didn't know, the baby doesn't want you to snap them up. No. So mm-hmm. they're going to fight you mm-hmm. on it and you're going to do something that you wouldn't normally want to do in the middle of the night anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you want to decide whether or not you should get snappy jammies, get like a small dog, <laughs> put snappy jammies on him. And if you do it and you enjoyed it, then get snappies. Then feel free to buy them all for yeah, your kids. Get the snappy jammies. <laughs> Otherwise, all for the zippers. <laughs> right? Yes. So moving on from our like recommended product list, um, I was going to talk about, um, the small stuff seeming like big stuff when you have a baby um and you know you probably had experiences with big stuff that maybe was big stuff or small stuff that was maybe small stuff that felt like big stuff or i i don't know for me my older child had torticollis which is where your head or neck is kind of turned in a position that um while you're in the womb that they kind of struggle to overcome on their own Mm -hmm. Um, and they get like a flat spot on their heads in a weird place sometimes because they're laying in one position because they don't naturally turn as well. Mm-hmm. And so my older child had to go to physical therapy, physical therapy. Yep. for a while. Um, at the time, it seemed like we were causing irreparable damage to this child mm. that he would hate us for as a grown-up because we didn't do enough sure. to like prevent a flat spot on his head. Um and we go, you know, we did a ton of physical therapy, mm-hmm. and we went and saw the helmet people and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and um, and it was important. It was, yeah, it's important, but it wasn't like lose sleep over this, worry, cry over your baby type stuff. And mm-hmm. I think when you're in the moment, those things that are more than just like, oh, we won't sleep tonight, that are more serious than that, but are less serious than like life threatening. Sure. Um, just really seem to feel very weighty. They feel very heavy on you. And I, my experience kind of taught me that, you know, you got to kind of, you got to kind of dial it back on the stress and the worry about, about that stuff. You got to ask yourself, you know, is this, is it really going to change their life, their whole life? Like, mm-hmm. if you missed one physical therapy appointment? Yeah, no. Like, I mean, you're you know, doing what's Or they best, didn't yeah. walk as fast as some kid that was born two days after them. Like, like I had that experience with my older son, too. As a result of having to go to physical therapy, he was a little slow on some 
uh, physical milestones. Mm -hmm. Sitting up, crawling, standing, walking, some of that stuff, just a smidge behind. Not, uh, and who knows what that means anyway? What's behind? What's average? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, they're all, there's milestones set by, you know, whoever. But, but like comparing him to like other children that were the same age, mm -hmm. just the ones that I was around. Sure, he was he a little seemed behind. Just a, just a tad delayed on some of the physical milestones. And I remember a time where I took him to the zoo for a ho the Halloween event. Mm -hmm. And so he was probably, you know, a year and some change. So 15 months, 16 months old. Um, and he could stand and walk, but mm -hmm. really only with you kind of holding his hand. Okay. And we went with some other kids who were both close, close to his age, age, maybe even a bit younger, maybe a month or so short of him, that were successfully running around scrambling. Gotcha. Um, and he was just not doing that. Yeah. Um, and that felt like a big deal, too. And it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you parents in general need to not compare their kids to other kids. Like you said earlier about the breastfeeding thing, like, are they healthy? Are they safe? Right. Like, are you doing everything you can for them? I feel like my experience is a little bit different than most because Dominic is autistic and he mm -hmm. will forever be behind and probably live with us and not be able to do most things that people do i don't know or doubt that he'll ever be able to drive i don't right. know if he'll ever be able to you know have a job uh, you know he's definitely significantly delayed and at this point not very verbal mm -hmm. so um you know our delays in the grand scheme of things individually might not be huge but are because he's not going to catch up so right and a lot of people feel like oh he didn't do the or not my kid but um you know their children oh well he, they didn't talk until they were two or they didn't do this but they're eight and they're average right my son will never get to that average point right so um you know but also it is what it is like you just you can't dwell on what he is and what he has and you just celebrate all of the milestones he does hit because there's literally nothing you can do other than be an advocate for your kid and help them in whatever way you possibly can well and you said it perfectly there's nothing you can do and if you spend all of your time dwelling on that like you're gonna miss all of these oh, yeah. things to celebrate with your child yeah. and i mean there's things that you can help like he's in therapies he's in different things but like you can't fix it like you can't it's not a cure like you can't make something go away you're not gonna go back and turn back time and say change something like that's not gonna happen right. so you just make their current life the best you can and you and continue go with on that. with the yeah. safe healthy yep, and you exactly. throw in happy yeah, which if, if you've got all three yeah, you're then absolutely you're perfect yeah exactly <laughs> and like I then think, you hit the milestones right? you're good yeah and um i think that with the first maybe things little things are bigger because you yeah. haven't been through them and then with your second or third or you know if crazy people have more children to each their own <laughs> um, but it's a little bit less each time because you know more what to expect and you know oh most of the time they're going to catch up. Most of the time this is going to be insignificant in their grand scheme of life. Right. Like, are they even going to ever remember or realize that this even happened? You know, most kids aren't going to remember their two, three, almost four. Like, I don't, I barely remember when I was, you know, five. Like, little yeah. 
glimmers of things but like i don't remember i don't know what happened like i have zero clue what happened as a toddler yeah so well i've noticed more recently that that age range um i don't remember like people's names like i used to like if somebody Mm -hmm. was like oh do you remember this little girl in kindergarten blah 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 and they'll like describe her and Mm -hmm. i'll be like yeah i kind of remember that i'll look back through pictures and i'll be like i remember playing with this child but I have I don't zero remember her clue name. what their name yes, is. Yep. Yeah. I've started to do that much more often now. And I think, you know, we're 38 years old. I think that we've just reached the point where some of that early childhood stuff is just going to go. Gone. Yeah, I just, you know, there's only so much room in my brain for memories. Right? And I keep getting more and it's just pushing out other things. Yeah, but so. fortunately, they're being replaced with these wonderful child-related memories. Yeah, exactly. So they, You know. You know, even good baby memories, maybe. I don't know. I don't right? remember the first year of the twins' life. I was just tired. All I remember is wanting to sleep. So <laughs> I felt that way about my six-year-old, and I know he's a singleton, and that's, that is it's definitely kids, different. Yeah. But uh, this kid, I mean, I, I know I talk about it repeatedly on the podcast. I don't know how he survived the first year of his life because the only reason I made it was thanks to coffee. Fair. If I didn't have coffee, somebody is going to listen to this and they're going to go, oh, you drank coffee and you breastfed. That's probably why he didn't sleep well. But I would point out that I would drink a coffee in the morning after feeding him. And then his next meal was breast milk that was in a bottle because he was oh. being cared for by somebody. Oh, by someone else. Yeah. Um, so I didn't caffeinate my no. baby. I just <laughs> tried to caffeinate myself and, Fair. you know, and, and gently, nicely encourage him to sleep more at night. Which is If is he could key, do that, yes. that would be great. If, if you're listening, that, please. please sleep at night. <laughs> I love you. Okay, let's drink our second beer yeah, here. Sorry, what so do we, we have Langard, which is an Irish stout. Yeah. Oh, Mine like... has a ton of head on it. I um, know. My, look, I, look it's at like this. Two inches of head and two inches of beer here. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna try to push through, which is the thing to do. Push through. Yeah. Just push through it. Actually, my my mother, a couple years ago, was in Siesta Key for a vacation, and there was a sign that she insisted on trying to steal, but. Um, <laughs> She took a picture by and she's like, we need the sign. But it says, just drink through it. And so that became the slogan of my mom and her friends. Whenever anything came up, just drink through it. Just drink through it, man. Which I I fully support. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that tomorrow. I don't have to go into work. Mm. And I'm home with my kids e-learning. And then I have to go to the school board meeting. And I feel like drinking is the best way to handle all of that. Fair. Fair. Especially the school board meal meeting just drink through it yeah this is tastes like a classic irish stout to me it's good it's nice and roasty it's got some good malt flavor yeah um you know it's got it's definitely got some carbonation that's for sure dude it's got a lot um um yeah this is we don't drink i don't know if we've even had an irish stout on the podcast i don't think so but this is a perfect depiction of an irish stout like this is exactly when you think about it's got like you said the roasty it's very smooth tasting Mm -hmm. um you know malty flavor a little bit of dryness to it um yeah 
I mean, if you don't like Irish stouts, then you're not going to like it. But no. <laughs> no, probably not because it's pretty classic mm-hmm. Irish stout. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is this this definitely is just a classic Irish stout to me. Yep. Um, yeah. So, yeah. They nice hit, they job, hit it on the head with this one. Yeah. So. I like this. I, I know we never really do this, especially because we drink two very different beers. But yes. in general, I like this beer a little better than the pineapple. Uh, sour i think it's more flavorful and i recognize that the beer styles are very different but i get more of what i would expect the flavor to be in this one with the malt and and very roasty um and with the pineapple i guess i think i expected it to be a little bit more flavorful Uh and then the cherry and whatnot that i didn't get the hints of that so i feel like this one um is kind of more as as advertised, um, and what I would expect flavor palette wise, yeah, than the first one. I agree. I don't think either of them are bad. Like I, I, I liked both of them, um, but I definitely think this is a, a, a classic version of an Irish stout. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid, solid work. On yeah, this one. nice conversation tonight. I very much back enjoyed to, that. Back to babies. Yeah, back to babies. A- we'll have to revisit this topic again in some mm-hmm. other form. Uh, sure, sure. As Lauren said, we can definitely do a breastfeeding episode. <laughs> we Not that do, either yeah. of us really has a strong desire to revisit breastfeeding experience positive or negative you know i'm sure there's lots of baby talk that we can uh revisit at some point so if you have any suggestions or things that uh you think would be interesting to talk about shoot them our way but otherwise thank you for joining us yeah and be sure to find us on facebook and instagram and twitter under parenting by the pint and you can also find us by the same name on your favorite podcasting app And we will be there. So Mm -hmm. just come and find us. So thanks again. All right. Bye-bye.